Welcome to the Teaching Middle School ELA Podcast. We're your hosts, Caitlin Mitchell and Jessica Kanata. If you're looking for ways to bring rigor and engagement to your middle school ELA classroom without sacrificing your nights and weekends, then this podcast is for you. Our goal is to provide you with your weekly dose of tips, tools, and inspiration so you can actually enjoy teaching again. We'll help you bring the fun and creativity to your ELA lessons so that your students master the standards and you can leave school when the bell rings. Get ready to be that teacher you've always wanted to be to do great work and thrive. Welcome back to another episode of the Teaching Middle School ELA podcast. It is just Caitlin with you here today, and I'm excited about this podcast episode. We weren't planning on releasing one actually on December 28th today. We were just going to slide through the holidays and enjoy our time with families, but um, I got to thinking about how important it would be this time of the year to really talk about um, our lesson planning approach and how much it saved me as a teacher. And if you don't know this about me, I actually left the classroom, um, three and a half years into teaching into the profession. I left, uh, in March <laughs> in the middle of the year, cause I was so burnt out and it was just not sustainable what I was doing. And it's something that I share about in our book called the empowered ELA teacher. And our book is all about our lesson planning approach, about your mindset, um, concrete strategies to make teaching a profession that is sustainable. That's something that you want to continue to do that you love, um, that isn't going to take all of your time away from your family or the things that you love and value outside of the classroom. And I just love, you know, the message of this book so much, because I think what happens is a lot of us love teaching, right? We love the profession and so many aspects of it. But one of the things that is so frustrating about it is just how time consuming it is and emotionally consuming. And it really starts to become everything that we are when in reality, we're so much more than just our teacher identity. And so I wanted to actually read a part of the first chapter, actually, of our book to you. And it's all about the mindset shift. And it's the chapter that I wrote in the book. And it talks a lot about my own experience and what I went through when I was burnt out and the fact that I did quit. And I I talk about my quitting story. And I thought it would be something that you could relate to that would be inspiring, that would provide some hope for you um, and just show you what is possible and how this shift from being a burnt out, stressed out, overwhelmed, wanting to quit teacher to someone who feels empowered in their role, who can show up to class doing a great job and then leave at 3.30 and and not think about teaching again until you step foot into your classroom the next day. So I, I hope that this inspires you. I hope that you enjoy listening. And if you have the book reading along as I read it with you, um, and I'll do my best to, to do a good job reading. It's a little, uh, interesting to read your own words out loud, um, recording it. But, uh, with that being said, if you do enjoy this first read of this first chapter of our book, um, I'd encourage you to go purchase the book. It is available at ebacademics.com forward slash book. And it's, you know, on Amazon, you can also order it through your local bookstore. We have like an indie book site as well. If you want to support your local bookstore like I love to do. All right. So I'm going to read chapter one from the empowered ELA teacher. If you're watching this on YouTube, um, I can share if there are any pictures. I'm not sure if there are any pictures that come up in this first chapter, actually. Um, 
but you'll see me reading. <laughs> All right, here we go. So this is chapter one, the mindset shift from the empowered ELA teacher. So this first part is called why your mindset is so important. So before we dive into anything covering engagement, rigor, and our EB lesson planning approach, we want to explore what we feel is the single most important aspect of being an empowered ELA teacher. And that is your mindset. You can have all the strategies, all the tactics and ideas in the world, but so much of being an empowered educator is about who you are and how you're showing up each day in your classroom factors that are directly impacted by your mindset. If you're walking into your classroom, feeling anxious, exhausted, overwhelmed, or however you're feeling right now, how are you delivering your lessons? How are you interacting with your students? Are you simply going through the motions, looking at the clock and thinking about all the other things that you need to accomplish after school before you can head home, right? Grading, copying, researching, prepping, et cetera. And I know from personal experience, just how hard it can be to get excited about a lesson or a concept when you're exhausted from staying up all night, trying to figure out what you're going to do the next day in class or how frustrating it can be to spend an entire Sunday planning yet still feel completely overwhelmed by the week ahead before it even begins. I know when I felt that way, exhausted and overwhelmed, it was incredibly challenging for me to be that great teacher that I wanted to be. And if you can relate to feeling that same way, which might be why you're listening to this podcast episode or why you picked up the book in the first place. We want you to imagine what it would feel like to feel the opposite of that. What would teaching be like for you if you felt well-rested and completely at ease because your lessons were totally done, organized, and ready for you to pull out every single day? You just got to teach. How would you feel? How would you be? It might sound silly, but this can really have an impact on how you're showing up in the classroom each day. When you're tired and overwhelmed, that stress can show when you get frustrated easily or you aren't as engaged in your lessons as you'd like to be. And while being well-rested and feeling at ease will come much more easily to you after you've learned how to use our EB lesson planning approach, a shift in your mindset is incredibly important as well. So we would love for you to answer the following questions, honestly, with the hope that you'll start to see how much of an impact overwhelm and exhaustion can have on us as teachers and ultimately on our students. If you're tired and stressed when you head to school each morning, are you ready to showcase your greatest abilities as a teacher? Are you walking into your classroom ready to really bring that lesson home for your students that day? Or is the overwhelm putting you in a position where you're showing up, but just barely getting by? An educator at the top of their game, the educator that you're about to become, is akin to a professional athlete. Think about how a professional athlete shows up to every game. They're well-rested. They've eaten. They've strategized for that specific game to play against that specific team. And we don't believe that the empowered ELA teacher is any different from a professional athlete in this regard. A teacher who is at the top of their game 
is operating at a very different level than the teacher who is struggling just to get by, barely making it through each day. The teacher who is tired, who is frantically searching through lessons online the night before teaching the concept, who is hanging on by a thread, does not have the capacity to ensure all of their students are reaching the standards, let alone mastering them. And if this teacher is simply operating on a day-to-day basis, are they really able to take students' individual data, their learning styles and challenges into account when planning to help them master the standards? Is this teacher able to strategically plan in such a way that their students are participating and engaging activities that all work in conjunction to help students hone a particular skill? More than likely, they aren't. Think about how that directly affects students. Think about how that affects teachers' ability to perform at their highest, most effective capacity. It paints a pretty astonishing picture, right? So if you're feeling this way, like you're barely keeping your head above water, this book is going to help you. It's also important to understand that you're not alone and it's not your fault. It is no surprise that countless teachers struggle to find balance with all that's expected of them beyond just teaching a lesson, right? Every day, teachers go above and beyond to care for their students, to help them succeed, and to take on all the other responsibilities that come with being a teacher. We don't have to tell you that teachers are underpaid and undervalued for the work that they do, but you can be a rock star teacher and find that balance. After reading this book and implementing our approach to becoming an empowered ELA teacher, you will walk away with an entirely new, fresh, and energized mindset. You'll start feeling giddy with anticipation to teach your lessons, and you'll wake up each day with a renewed passion for the profession. Your new mindset will be of paramount importance to finding joy in teaching and continuing to love it year after year. The reason we chose to include a chapter on shifting your mindset has a lot to do with the issues we see pop up over and over again for many in the profession. We do quite a bit of research at our company, EB Academics, to try and understand what teachers are experiencing in their middle school ELA classrooms, how they're feeling, why they're feeling that way, what they need to feel supported, things like that. And over the course of our years of research and in working with thousands of teachers across varying demographics, while we've seen a lot of positivity and excitement for teaching, we've also consistently seen the same frustrations come up time and time again. And one area of stress for many teachers is a massive strain on their personal relationships due to all the time they spend working outside of school, right? You know how it looks. Your partner walks in. They want to cook a nice meal together on Sunday night and you're online distracted. You're working on your lesson planning. Some teachers even feel at a complete loss as to how to help their students who simply aren't mastering the standards or performing at the level teachers think they should, right? Raise your hand if you've ever stared at a standard you need to teach completely clueless as to how to teach it. And then headed online and spent hours going down the rabbit hole, trying to find that just right lesson for your students. In the worst cases, many teachers feel burnt out, beat down, 
and on the brink of leaving teaching altogether. It's their love for their students, for the profession that keeps them showing up day in and day out. It's possible that one of those frustrations speaks directly to you. And our goal is to make sure that you don't continue down a path that is not only detrimental to your relationships with your family, with your friends, with your students, but also detrimental to you. And if something doesn't start to change, at some point you may be tempted to quit teaching altogether. I can relate to that all too well because that's exactly what happened to me. Well, now you might be thinking, um, you're writing a book about how to become an empowered ELA teacher. How could you have felt burnt out yourself? And I'm here to tell you that it happened. And very, very early on in my teaching career, I actually quit. I was done completely over it. I was ready to move on to something where I felt my skills and what I was capable of were more appreciated and valued. And when I say I quit, I don't mean I waited until May or June to leave. I left seven months into the school year. I gave my 30 days notice and left in March. At the time I was in my fourth year of teaching and I found the profession brutal and I was stoked to be leaving. There were so many factors that played a role in my departure from the classroom, the long commute, the insane hours I spent each weeknight planning, the overcrowding in my classroom. Hello, 42 students some without desks, but at the end of the day, it boiled down to one thing. I felt disillusioned with education and I was utterly exhausted by it. I had all of these grandiose ideas about how I could positively impact our educational system and bring exciting, meaningful lessons into my classroom, but I was young. Not that that's an excuse. And I didn't have a supportive admin in the least. And I let all of those things get the best of me. But I will tell you right now that five months later, when I was driving to my new job, high stakes sales position in Beverly Hills, I realized it was back to school time. And I was on a side street trying to skip the terrible LA traffic when I stumbled upon a group of students crossing the street on their first day of school. They had their brand new backpacks on perfectly done brushed hair, ready to see their friends after a summer's reprieve. And I thought to myself, holy crap, what have I done? I couldn't believe that I had left teaching. And I realized I had made a huge mistake in doing so. I was meant to be a teacher. It was where my passion and life was. I knew I needed to get back in the classroom. But if I were to go back, something needed to change drastically. I couldn't continue to commit all of my time, hours upon hours upon hours, the long commute, my weekends, every waking hour to being a teacher. Teaching can no longer be my entire identity. Instead, teaching needed to just be a part of me. For so many of us, teaching is our world. We care about our students and want their educational experience to not just be positive, but also memorable and impactful. Sometimes that means being the first one at school in the morning, being the last one to leave, working through lunch, and going beyond what the textbook lessons suggest. But doing all of that 
takes its toll. And maybe you are close to burnout and quitting like I ultimately did. But there is a way to love teaching, to be an empowered educator impacting students' lives every single school day. And you don't have to work yourself to the bone to get it done. I'm living proof that that transformation is possible. You can transform from the overwhelmed, overworked, exhausted teacher to the empowered ELA teacher who is well-rested and filled with excitement each and every day you step into your classroom. The possibility is real. It is attainable. And this book, our strategies, our approach to planning will get you there. And I can't wait for you to experience the same incredible transformation that I did. You will never feel more empowered, more in tune with the teacher you were meant to be, the teacher you know you always could be, and the teacher that you will be. All right, let's jump into the mindset piece. So this next section is called, Are You Playing to Win? As I just described, I spent my first years of teaching with this mindset. I just got to make it through today. One step in front of the other. I just kept repeating that to myself. Like I can do it one foot in front of the other, right? I was working just to stay alive, to stay in the profession so that I wouldn't want to quit, which of course I did. So that mindset clearly did not serve me very well. Every Friday, after an hour-long commute, maybe you can relate to this, I would get home around 5.30, sleep on the couch for hours out of utter exhaustion. It got to the point where I was choosing to put on my pajamas before my husband even got home from work, microwave something, and eat on the couch because I didn't have it in me to cook a meal. Forget about hanging out with my friends on a Friday night. I didn't have the energy. And all of that was pre-kids. <laughs> Once my son was born, Teaching all day and then coming home to play with him was a whole new kind of tired. It was brutal and a miserable way to live. I wanted to play to win, meaning to show up energized, to teach every single day, excited, confident, prepared to teach my lessons. I wanted to play to win instead of playing not to lose, but I didn't know how to do that. This was the story of my teaching life. Wake up early, commute to work barely survive the day, drive home feeling defeated and burnt out, grade papers, plan lessons at home, wake up and do it all over again. What was most frustrating about all of it was I knew I was a good teacher. I was just absolutely wrecking myself to be an amazing teacher, but it didn't have to be that way. You can be a great teacher without burning the candle at both ends to get it done. And that's what I was able to discover for myself when I came back to the classroom after I left for a year. The magic of what happened was that when I returned, I was more conscientious and strategic about how I was planning and teaching, which allowed me to adopt a new mindset, one where I was playing to win each day at school. I knew that if I wanted to continue on this teaching journey and still be happy, still have time for my family and still be able to hang out with my friends on the weekend, actually have a life, right? And not let teaching consume my entire identity. I needed to change. I realized that in order to be the best version of myself as a teacher, 
I needed a new mindset where I was playing to win, showing up each and every day to absolutely crush this teaching thing as an empowered educator. With this new mindset, I knew what I was doing. I was prepared. I was confident. I was going to become that teacher I always dreamed of being since I was a young girl playing school with my stuffed animals all lined up in my room. Of course, we want you to be able to adopt this same playing to win mindset as well. What we're about to say might be hard to hear. So we want you to listen to the following sentences, knowing that like you, we want what's best for you, right? You are the creator of your own destiny. That's so important that I want to repeat it again. You are the creator of your own destiny. So in light of that fact, I want to ask you some rapid fire questions to answer. Honestly, are you blaming outside circumstances, the mandated curriculum, lack of time, difficult lesson planning, students who don't do the work, et cetera, for why you don't have the results you want? I certainly was. Are you complaining about the results you're seeing in your classroom and how much time you're spending on work outside of school hours? I certainly was. Just asked my husband how many times I called him on my drive home, complaining about the two extra hours I had just stayed at school, then being stuck in horrible LA traffic. Are you doing just enough to get by and making excuses about why you're not getting things done or why your students aren't performing the way you want them to in class? I definitely gave way more busy work in my early years than I'd like to admit. So I want you to think about it. Are you playing not to lose or are you playing to win? Are you committed to becoming an empowered educator, even if it feels hard and stressful? Are you ready, willing, and prepared with an open heart and an open mind to step into your role of an empowered ELA teacher with a new mindset and a new approach to lesson planning? Since you're the creator of your own destiny, you have full control to step into a whole new role and mindset of an empowered educator. And you will no longer be teaching from the perspective of playing to not lose. You will no longer be doing things like endlessly searching the internet for lessons that don't actually help your students, spending late nights planning for the very next day, bringing a bag full of textbooks that never get touched home and working all Sunday long. Those were the things that I used to do in those first few years of teaching when I was playing to not lose all of the things that ultimately made me quit, which is not what you're about to do. Now, if anything I just said made you feel uncomfortable or perhaps even mad, good, right? Our growth happens as teachers, as people, when we experience discomfort, that's when we make changes and start doing even greater work. When you face your discomfort and start learning what to do and what not to do, you will find you're building your teaching skills, you're taking action, and you're expanding your ability to handle challenges. This is how you start playing to win. Why do you think empowered, well-balanced ELA teachers are so far and few between? Because most people do not want to wade into the discomfort. Most people hate uncertainty and aren't willing to face their fears and get out of their comfort zone. 
So they stay the same. And then they wonder why they don't get different results. The ones that they want. Playing to win is about taking action and investing in strategies that will take you further, faster. This book did not come into your life by chance. Something in life led you here to this very moment to listen to this very sentence. By simply being here, you are investing your time to help you take action and move further into your role of empowered ELA teacher much faster. So I want to ask you, are you ready to adopt a new mindset where you are always playing to win, where you're confident in your lessons you're creating and delivering, where there's balance between your personal life and your teaching life, where you feel prepared, not just for tomorrow's lesson and the next days, but even next months, where you begin each day excited to teach. In fact, you're saying, bring it on to those teacher observations because you know you're going to rock that lesson. The last section of chapter one, the mindset shift is, are you really committed to this? So we've discussed some of the detrimental effects that can take hold in your life. When you allow overwhelm to get the best of you, you don't want to be the overwhelmed, exhausted teacher that we discussed at the beginning of this chapter. And you don't want strained relationships with family members because lesson planning and teaching are taking over your time with your loved ones. You don't want to see your students struggling in your classroom and you don't want to up and quit one day, never to look back. So we know what we don't want, but what do you really, really want? Maybe someone just got transported back to the nineties when I said that (laughs) singing wannabe, perhaps that's just me born in 86. Do you really want to be an empowered ELA teacher? The educator at your school that everyone else at your school looks at wondering, what the heck are you doing to get your students to love your class so much? And how the heck are you doing it so effortlessly? What's going on over there, right? So if you are really committed to stepping into this role of empowered educator, then we have to ask, are you willing to put in the time and effort to make that happen? And yes, it will require time and effort. Because right now is the time for you to decide who and how do you want to be as a teacher? Saying what you want is one thing, but actually making it happen is a whole other thing. In our book, we're going to give you our whole lesson planning approach, all our suggestions, our frameworks, everything. But it is 100% up to you to commit to implementing what we share. Anyone can just pick up this book, read it, but it's up to you to be the teacher with the drive, with the tenacity to put everything into practice and create the life you want for yourself. You have to truly want this. Looking back on a specific experience that I had when I was a teenager, I can tell you, I fell into that realm of saying I wanted something to happen, but not really going beyond that. I remember playing on my high school varsity basketball team, constantly saying, I want to be the starting point guard my senior year. I want to be the starting point guard. And I worked hard for three years to make that a reality. But then my senior year, talented freshman point guard joined our team. And I knew I was going to be riding the bench unless I made something happen for myself. And you know what? I didn't make anything happen for myself. 
I kept saying over and over and over again, how much I wanted that starting position, but I did nothing beyond showing up and working hard and practice to make it happen. Had I truly wanted that starting position, I would have given every ounce of me to make it happen. During practice, I would have asked my coach, Hey, what skills could I be working on to improve my jump shot or my ability to see the court? I needed to trust him and put into action his recommendations for me, but I didn't. Instead, the only reason I ended up getting to start my senior year was because the talented freshman injured her knee during a preseason game. And I was called into play. I would have done so much more if I really wanted that starting position. And honestly, I would have appreciated it so much more if I had earned it. But when I look back now at what I didn't do, I realized that I didn't want that spot as badly as the freshman who came in and took it. In fact, that freshman point guard went on to play division one college basketball and become a college basketball coach. My basketball career ended the moment I graduated from high school. Clear differences, right? There was a clear difference between that talented freshman and me. And the outcome of our basketball careers was a direct reflection of what was important to us. And it's the same with teaching, right? It's not enough to want work-free weekends, rock star lessons. You have to really want it to happen with the fortitude, with the desire within you to do whatever it takes to make that your reality. You say you want to be the best middle school ELA teacher you can be, right? That's why you are listening to this recording of our book, why you're listening to what I'm saying right now. You say you want to stop sacrificing your nights and weekends and your time with family and friends. You say you want your students to love learning, to be engaged in school and mastering those challenging standards. Saying is great, but now it's time to actually make that commitment to yourself. And we know that you can do it. This is so much bigger than what you say you want to do. Remember that this is all about that mindset piece, how who you are affects your ability to become an empowered educator. So now you need to move out of the state of saying and saying that you want something and into a state of what we like to call perpetual doing. This means that from here on out, you will start implementing the strategies in this book. You're going to read it one day in June. You're not going to read it one day in June and forget everything that you read by the time school starts up again in August, right? Instead, you'll read the book in June or whenever you decide to read it. And then you'll consistently review the ideas and apply them throughout the school year, a perpetual state of doing. Right now, in this moment, you are promising to make one of the most important shifts that you can make as a teacher. You are committing 100% to shifting away from a state of wanting and shifting into a state of doing. You're going to stop talking about what you want to do or don't want to do. You will now start doing what you want to do. You are going to become the creator of your own reality, the reality of an empowered ELA teacher. 
thank you so much for joining me for the reading of our first chapter of our book, The Empowered ELA Teacher. And if you are interested in learning about our frameworks, our strategies around lesson planning so that you can become an empowered ELA teacher now that you have the right mindset after that first chapter, I encourage you to go check out our book, ebacademics.com forward slash book, where we talk all about exactly that our lesson planning approach, all of our strategies, everything that you need to really learn how to effectively plan um, and become that teacher that you've always wanted to be, right? That's a part of our motto at EB Academics. And if you're on YouTube, you can see it where the subtitle or the, yeah, the subtitle is to be the teacher you want to be, do great work and thrive, right? Be, do, thrive. And that be part is what we just talked about. The rest of the book is the doing, and then you get to experience the thriving, Um, So with that being said, go definitely check out our book. And then also I want to let you know that we have a batch planning live event coming up on January 8th and 9th that we'd love to invite you to join us for. If you go to ebacademics.com forward slash BPL winter, BPL standing for batch planning live. Um, you can check out all the information. We have incredible speakers from Jerry Brooks to some great speakers on work-life balance, how to have a great schedule that sticks so that we actually do leave our classrooms on time and really protect our time um, to some reading strategies as well to help students with their independent reading, help you manage independent reading systems in your classrooms. So we have four great speakers. We'll be batch planning together. We'll be teaching you all about our concepts, our framework, live answering questions. It's an incredible two-day event. This past summer, we had almost a thousand teachers join us for the event. And we're looking forward very much to these two days that we'll be planning together in January. So go to ebacademics.com forward slash BPL winter. And as always, feel free to connect with us on Instagram at ebacademics. I would love to know what you thought about the reading of chapter one. All right. Thanks so much, you guys. Have a wonderful rest of your winter break. Um, if you celebrate New Year's, the holidays, we've got fun things going on. Hope you guys are really enjoying your time with loved ones. Bye, everybody.